What's up, everyone? Welcome to Right Hook, Left Jaw. I'm Voss. I have Miss Jordan and Who's Meech here with us. And of course, this week we have tons to talk about, a lot going on in our country, a lot to pray about, and a lot to consider. And we're going to get into it. How are you guys doing this week? Doing good, doing good. Um, I feel like I'm running out of projects to keep off this coronavirus mm. boredom, but just got right. stuff to do, stuck at home. Feels good. All right, so I'm. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, go on, Meech. I was going to ask you guys both a question. Go on. Oh yeah, no, I was just saying it feels good to be. Uh, I'm sorry, but an essential worker. Uh, <laughs> <over> right. Over <laughs> right. streets. You know what I mean? So no, I was just talking right. Jordan earlier, and I'm just like, wow. You know, it's really unfortunate for anybody who really can't work right now. I'm like, yo, are you are you still paying your bills? Like, how is that working? Right. Has bills stopped? No, bills haven't stopped for a lot of people. Right. So it's just you know. It's 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 a situation going on for sure. Right. So Meach, you're in you're in like North New York. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you're in South Carolina, correct? Right. I always mix up the south mix up the south and the north of the Carolinas. So what is what is some of the climate like? What's the climate like where you guys are? Here in Houston, Texas, they've been trying to be as lenient on the mandates as possible. So first they close restaurants and then it was like okay well we're not closing the restaurants but it's just going to be drive-through there hasn't been any any, like law enforcement um when it comes to guns here or anything like that anything stand out as far as quarantines and lockdowns where you guys are well here in south carolina at least where i live i i think as of yesterday we had about 430 cases statewide um so it hasn't exploded a ton here and of course we're talking about coronavirus um and of course um i think our city has like a curfew at like 11 p.m or something for at least for downtown um and i know a lot of the restaurants and stuff are doing you know uh delivery or takeout only but as for that that's about it i mean most of the schools are closed and everything but i still see people out and about it's not like full lockdown but I be thinking about right. them, them drive-throughs and everything. It's like, yo, man, you can still sneeze on that food, though. You know what I mean? You can still. To me, to me, drive-throughs aren't safe. Like, I mean, it's a precaution, but I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. um, but for me, you know what? Um, in in New York, in the state of New York, I don't live in New York City, but I live in the in the state right. of New York. New York City is, you know, the. It's just like like Voss used to live in the city, so it's like you know how compact it is and the mm-hmm. numbers are just rising and rising and rising and it's just like i just see governor cuomo being praised and 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 worshiped at this time i mean obviously being from the state i follow a lot of people who are from the state and governor right. governor cuomo should be the president and all this stuff and i just right. you know this may be a little sidebar and not really answer your question but i just want to remind everybody that governor cuomo was still the guy that when they passed in 2018 i believe full-term abortion he's the one that lit up the city pink mm. in celebration wow. so whatever you think is going on in that regard um wow. it just show, continues to show me that people are more uh, impressed by dignified individuals who don't um, i guess rage tweet or whatever you may call it but <laughs> you know but a lot of their policies are horrible and things that you won't like as a person if you really break things down and, and look closer so I just wanted right. to say, you know, Governor Cuomo still lit up this, the, the city pink 
in honor. Right. Celebrating the killing of babies. Yeah. So, you know, that's what's going on in New York a little bit right now. I've seen people talk about wanting to have uh, Governor Cuomo in a brokered convention be the Democratic candidate for president. Yes. Really? Yes. Because they they know Biden's looking not so hot. Um, So they're like, this guy's getting a lot of praise. Maybe we can run him instead. (laughs) We'll see. See, And you know what? And I'm I'm sorry, to to come in again, it's just like, and that's what I see with a lot of uh, of, of Democrats right now. It's like, it's all about the look. It's all about the facade mm. or the vibe mm. that the person brings because they know they doing dirt behind the scenes. Mm. Everything, mm. most so much of what they do. When when you're like I said, I'm not going to stop saying it. When Bernie Sanders says there's no such thing as a pro-life Democrat, when your right. entire party and what it stands for, number one stands for killing babies. You're doing right. dirt. You have to do right. dirt. So you have to be as dignified as you can to make people forget about all the dirt that you're doing. Hmm. And I will say continuously, it's almost like every week I'm able to say it more and more, everything that people seem to say that they are outraged about concerning Trump, uh, some of it true, some of it unverifiable so we don't know, um, some of it false, blatantly false. Either way, the grandstanding that they do against Donald Trump, we find in their ranks continuously, Bloomberg with his racism. And now we have Democrat star Andrew Gillum, who I won't talk about too much because when it comes to personal people's lives that involve their wives and family, I tread a little bit lightly on that with individuals. Um, But, you know, Andrew Gillum was found, you know, pictures butt naked in a hotel and like sex orgy with meth-head prostitutes and all of this kind of stuff. But he took a moral stand against Trump. And he was particular and specific about going at Trump for his character. And this is who he is. And they virtually gave him a pass. Mm. There's no wall-to-wall coverage of Andrew Gillum um, and what he did to his family. It was trending on Twitter for like 24 hours. Even some Christian rappers talking about they just can't believe it. They they think it's a setup and a scandal. Uh, Mm. But that's, again, here we have another example of the kind of debauchery Trump was proved of but never validated, here is in the Democrat ranks. And so it doesn't excuse it, but I just think the virtue signaling gets a bit, it just makes me roll my eyes. And so now the things that they say about Trump, they kind of roll roll off my, you know, go through in one ear and out the other. Uh, because again, here we have, we, we talked about mental unfitness. Man, did you guys see that recent interview, that recent string of interviews with Biden? where the lady's trying to ask him questions, she's trying to smile like everything is normal, but he's confused, he's cutting himself off, and I don't want to keep going in on Grandpa Biden like he's yeah. low-hanging fruit. But, but, but the reason why it's important is because of what they set up. Yeah. If you're talking about mental unfitness, then the pendulum should now swing, and, and now that Joe Biden's proven to be mentally unfit. Another accusation just came out. I don't know if this accusation has been out long, but the woman finally came to the forefront and did a podcast and said that Joe Biden pressed her up against the wall, went up under her skirt, and penetrated her with his finger. I don't know if you guys knew it was that graphic. No, not there will not be no wall. There will be no wall-to-wall coverage of that. Of course. And again, I think that. Like, say again. Where's the Me Too movement? Are they covering it? Exactly. Where is the Me Too movement? This, this, you know, the people have been canceled in Hollywood, in politics, and in public life for far less than what yes. this accusation warrants. But it just goes to show that there are some who they don't necessarily have so much of a problem 
when it's somebody on their side or they're willing to be gracious and and uh, and cover the iniquities of those who believe what they believe. And I think, um, you know, we as the American people have to work at being more consistent. Either we be more hard on everybody or more gracious with everybody. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Well, this, this is a little bit off topic, but since you mentioned Andrew Gillum and the hypocrisy, there is like an online petition that a black man started that he wants people to sign on behalf of Andrew Gillum that they're going to believe the best about him and not like, not like come for him or, or like, okay. second guess him okay. and stuff like that. I'm like, where were the petitions for Trump? Like this is yeah, okay. very, exactly. interesting. very interesting. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and a lot of these people, they don't have any qualms about double standards. So, I, you know, it, that's just, I just can't rock with that, you know, so. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't rock with it. And that's why, you know, when we're, when we're getting into these seats of, like, judging people's moral character, we have to be, we have to be careful. Because when we're talking right. about politics, you know me, I always say, like, you know, do I care about a person's character? Of course. But when we right. begin to put things on a scale, I mean, it's no telling right. what any of these politicians are doing on the right or the left. You know what I'm saying? Behind right. closed doors. What are your policies looking like? You know, and people just mm -hmm. can't remember that that is probably, to me at least, most important because that's what's expected, mm -hmm. what's affecting life. That's what is, what is affecting what my kids are going to see and what they're going to grow up under. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that's a, a, a point to throw in there. Very good, very good. And even now, I don't stand in condemnation of Biden or Bloomberg or Gillum, but I do want to draw attention to the hypocrisy that demonstrates that you are these people are not as sanctimonious and virtuous as they claim. Because if they were, yeah, then the Biden scandal would be having wall-to-wall -wall coverage, particularly since there's easily another candidate that could stand in for them. Right, and right, and but we see now. We, we see now that morality has never been what it's about. I mean, I, I, I said in one of my rap songs as a very young Christian, uh, they, they pump sex. They, uh, uh, they tell you buy this product to stop the spread of AIDS, but everywhere you look, they're selling sex to every age. Mm -hmm. Hollywood has sold more sex and perverted oh, more God. children than anyone. How the heck do you get the, the right to stand at the front of a movement uh, for uh, sexual dignity and respect for women. You exploit women as a community Hollywood more than anybody else. So again, this is not even about condemning people for their sins, but but just drawing attention to that um, hypocrisy. So on, on, on the tip of freedom and liberty and the constitution and things like that, how do you guys feel about the quarantines, the lockdown and some of the measures? Do you think it's warranted, justified? And do you think it's worth the infringement on liberty at this point and how far is too far? What are some of your thoughts on that? Well, I personally never think infringement on liberty is a good thing, but I think it's important to remember that most of these infringements are coming on the state and local level. These aren't things that have been endorsed by President Trump. You know, like he, his squad or his, his task force has um, ask people to do the 15 days to slow the spread, which is, you know, right. for the most part, that means people are staying home if they're non-essential workers. They're not going out to restaurants and all right. of that. I feel in a lot of ways he was backed into the corner on that because for, I mean, he was getting reports that this coronavirus had a three to 5% death rate, which is insane. And as a president, right. what can you do, especially when the media 
takes it and runs with it. I mean, the media crashed the stock market due to their panic and their hysteria that they drummed up in everyone. Right. So as president, you can't not do anything or you're going to get hammered on that. But so I think he did the 15 days. And I think that that was probably smart and adequate based on the information that we had. And I think he's now seeing that those numbers are not, you know, accurate. It's more like less than 1% is the mortality. Right. And he is signaled he's ready to get this country going. And he said it would be an amazing thing if the churches were packed on Easter Sunday. And so to me, he did say that. Yeah, he's like, he's ready to get going. He wants people back to work. He's really pivoted his message that it's time to, you know, open up the country incrementally or however they're going to do it. Quadrants he talked about. Um, but the lockdowns, that's something interesting. And that seems to me to be more of a, a state and local thing. Um, and interestingly enough, the, the main hot spots are in Democratic run states. And those are the ones getting the most, you know, quarantine type of lockdown yeah. requirements. Yeah, I think with the COVID-19, obviously, uh, being the president, um, you know, every president is put in these tough situations when things like this come about for the American people. Um, and I don't think Trump was ever be, was ever going to be in a position where he was going to win in a sense of looking good. I mean, people look at the, how the media covers him. There's not, there's almost nothing that he can do where he can look good in front of the American people, period. Let, let alone with the crisis that comes along like this. And something very interesting as I continue to, uh, do you scroll on Twitter, scroll and um, on Facebook and just be involved with my, you know, friends or circle of people I'm around in my space in New York. It's just like people want more government control. That's what they want. Mm. Uh, they mm. want the government to run their lives or run this as true. their pub, the public. But if the government comes into their personal home, they're having a problem, right. but they don't understand that what the sentiments that they push out there, like, oh, Trump's not doing enough, or this needs to happen, that needs to happen. A lot of it mm -hmm. is infringement upon freedom, and we have to be very careful whenever we have that, because mm -hmm. we don't know what that can lead to. But a lot of people, they want the government to come in with, yeah. come in with the National Guard. And that's where the media plays into making the epidemic seem so much bigger than what right. it really is. And it causes people to go into a panic. And before you know it, people are like, hey, um, you know, the government needs to come up here in a tank and, tell it, and keep everybody inside the house. Mm. And I just that's true. I, I think that that's definitely an important point to, to note. And that's what I meant too, Jordan, when you mentioned that most of the lockdowns are at the state and federal level. We were all on a Facebook conversation or tagged in a Facebook conversation where someone said President Trump is a fascist. And I think it's, it's interesting that someone would say that at this time, because I think he's moving in a way that's completely opposite. He is leaving power in the hands of the local governments. That, that's why this state is shut down and this state is not. He hasn't really uh, used the federal government to kind of control the actions that people are taking. He seems to have put the power in the hands of the uh, local authorities to be able to govern their states in the way that they see fit according to what's going on, which I think is great. And Meech, that's a great point too. Because a lot of us who are conservatives, liberty, freedom-minded people, we say, look at this government overreach, look at this government overreach, look at this government overreach. But we have to acknowledge that people are asking for the government to right. reach into their lives. They're like, tell these businesses to shut down. Right. right. And then they're, you know, they're like, 
come in here and stop these shutdown. This is not their shutdown restaurants. And then once the restaurants are shut down, they're like, now come on, pay us some money. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, in the same token. You know, so I, I really do, I, I, I'm, I'm at a, you know, I'm at a point where I'm not sure about all of this. I don't have definitive answers as time goes on. And we look back in hindsight, I believe my perspective will become clearer on what was necessary and what wasn't. But Jordan and I were on IG Live recently, and I said, I don't think these leaders make these decisions lightly. I don't think it's just all about like, ooh, this is an opportunity for more control. For some, I believe it is. Um, but even when people are self-interested, I don't think that uh, politicians always make these decisions lightly. So I don't know what I think about it yet. And I don't know... I guess time is going to have to tell us that. Well, let me let me ask y'all a question. Do y'all think this epidemic leading to like a Great Depression? Let me ask you guys a question, and y'all tell me what y'all honestly think. Do y'all think that the Democrats would want that? What do you think? Do I think the Democrats now? When okay, so when we say Democrats, do we mean people who are Democrats, or do no, we mean I'm Democratic sorry. leadership yeah, as politicians? Yes, let's be clear. Leader, uh, Democratic leadership and politicians. When I say Great Depression, I don't mean it hit in the same way, but something to where that they, it can, it, it's looking like it's leading to something that is very, very crucial, something that's going to cripple the economy for, you know, five, seven years. Do you think that the Democrats, um, leadership at least, uh, would be in favor for that in some regard? Um. I'm going to say I definitely think there are individuals who would be very happy to see our country go into an economic depression, especially if it meant that it undoes all of the success Trump has had, which gives mm -hmm. him more opportunity to potentially win back the presidency in 2020. And I think some evidence of that is media figures who are almost giddy on Twitter about the stock market crash who are like, you know, wanting people to stay sick by when the president says we have a drug that seems very promising, hydroxychloroquine, let's try it. And then they go on a three day like media uh, outrage about he's telling people to take this drug and they shouldn't take it because he's not a medical professional. But then you have all these people in these various studies who are showing that it has like 100% success rate in treating people with coronavirus. So I definitely think there are people who see this as an opportunity to regain power for themselves. And if you crash, crash the economy and you have a ton of people out of work, um, the, those people are going to need help. And where do they look to for help? The government. <laughs> so there you go. You know, you know what? I, I have to agree with Jordan, man. Um, that's why I wanted to make a distinction. Because no, I, don't, I, I absolutely do not think that the average working American of any work um, worldview or belief or political affiliation wants the economy to crash. But politicians who see themselves as being in a secure place who won't be affected in the way that average Americans will be, it does seem that way. They do seem to be reveling in the fact that this has kind of stopped Trump's train. They take every opportunity. There's, listen, I don't know if you guys saw, did you guys hear about the people who took a uh, fish tank cleaner Yes. No, I didn't hear about took, that. Okay, me. So they took fish tank cleaner because I guess on the label it had some one of the uh the ingredients that Trump mentioned. 
Right, like so, and so they took fish tank cleaner, a couple, they died, and the media, the mainstream, lamestream media says, couple dies for taking the medicine that Trump, for taking the drug that Trump recommended. Right. I'm like, these, these people are crazy with the links that they seem willing to go to to destroy this man. We've all seen like movies and cartoons where people will cut off their nose to spite their face. Like they'll burn the house down to like, or, or like a cartoon. You'll kill, you'll kill, <laughs> you'll destroy his whole house just to catch the mouse or the fly or whatever. <laughs> it, it does seem that way, bro. I can't say for certain because I don't know the hearts of men, but the way they're moving out here, yeah. and especially we're talking about people staying in high places of authority. And then, like Jordan said, where, what are people going to turn to for help? The government. And yeah. they're already trying to make people more dependent on government as evidenced by the things that they put in this stimulus bill or try to, some things still got through. So much that they tried to put in the stimulus bill um, had nothing to do with uh, economic relief for people suffering from the coronavirus. And so, uh, yeah, Democrats are moving trash right now. And you yeah. know what? And, and I can't, I, I'm not talking about Reagan. I'm not talking about Bush. I'm talking about Trump right now. Right now, it's Trump and the Republicans versus the Democrats. And right now, Democrats are moving like trash, and I'm appreciating Trump's leadership right now. Yeah, and uh, I, the reason why I pose the question is because that's, that's definitely what I see. And sometimes we get on here, uh, right hook, left jaw, and we talk, and we discuss things we haven't talked about yet, and this is one of them. But for right. me, just, just as, a black, as a black man, I just see how they use any type of fear-mongering, mm -hmm. any type of um situation mm -hmm. that they could that they can yield or use for their benefit they are willing to exploit people to use it and here's the thing and just yeah. just to be real y'all with the both of y'all does this happen on the other side i'm sure it does in some regard right. I, because right. we're talking about politicians you know right. and we're talking about people we do not know right. but at the same time all i'm saying is that when i weigh the scale I see it happening far more on the left and with the Democrats than, than I do on the other side. And that's just me being honest. And if somebody has something to say that disagrees with that, and we can pull out all the facts and we can go through and dig deep, maybe we can have that conversation. I wouldn't be uh, afraid to have it. Well, I think right. some of that evidence is just in the, in the stimulus bill. You know, it, what it sounded like was the Republicans and the Democrats, they were working well together to create a right. bill that would be an economic stimulus and help, you know, Americans who are out of work. Um, a lot of people have said Nancy Pelosi came back to Nancy. D.C. and all of a sudden they want to put all this stuff in the bill. I mean, it's stuff that has to do with carbon emissions on airplanes and how you have to track that. Um, oh. There's like millions in funding for pub public broadcasting. There's harvest or ballot harvesting, which means that you're, if you're an individual, you can take all the ballots of your friends and drop them off at the voting booth and you don't have to have proof of ID for it. Right. You wanna, have to you wanna enact it. that on a national level. And to me, that's like insanity. Like every major democracy on earth, that's illegal. California, it's legalized and they wanna have it legalized all over the nation. Why would they do that? To me, that lets me know they're very afraid that they can't win the election in 2020 right. without sneaking in some stuff to, you know, help rig the election. Oh. I mean, just honestly, because why would you want a law that's going to decrease the the safety and the security of elections? And that's exactly what and the efficiency of right of voting, right for sure. 
and they want to sneak it into the stimulus bill. It's like, why would you even try it at this it's moment? Right now, what is important? Especially right when now? it's the bill every American's looking for, watching. Right. You know, everyone's gonna like, you know, dissect it, and you still have the audacity to put it in, even though you knew everyone was gonna see that you did it. But maybe you did it because there's just this like faint hope that it would work. You know what I'm saying? That just seems to me so right. desperate, so desperate. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are seeing through this because, you know, it's not just Republicans who are sitting at home unemployed. Democrats right. are too. Yeah, and right. they're waiting for this check and they see what happened. And to me, that was just like, that was not a good look for but, the Democrat party at all. But that some, of, some people are just willing to ride and Democrats we trust because, you know, they put on, they get the, the, like I said, the dignity. Look at Obama, the most dignified individual I've ever seen in my life literally at least to me you know that i've seen as a public figure one of the i wouldn't say the most right and right. at the at the end of the day this is who they're going to ride with because it looks good i mean we have to admit that Dem i mean again i have probably have not been following politics as long as much as you as you guys but um the democrats at least right now in comparison to trump in comparison in that way from a unlearned individual who's just looking from the outside looking in the Democrats look far more whatever a president or whatever people are supposed to look like, quote unquote. Right. And it gets so many people just off of the right. base of that. And they don't dig deep. So they're, you know, they're willing to vote for things. And, you know, I, I, I talked about it. You know, they're trying to sneak abortion in and sneak this. People are like, wow, are you serious? They're putting this all in the right. stimulus bill. And I'm like, yeah, you got to pay attention. You can't just, right. just because Nancy is shutting right. folks right. down and she's sassy with it or whatever is going on. You know how the, you know, the, the culture is. Right. All that stuff. Ain't you know, it's funny. This, this, this is where I start to talk about like, man, like God must be with President Trump. Because even when you look at the Democrats now, their candidates don't really have that appeal at this point. You got Joe Biden that's like, oh, what's my name again? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Forget it. Right? Like, he's really like that. And then you got Bernie Sanders, who's like the alarmist. And like, there are people who want what Bernie wants. But there are, listen, young people aren't voting as much as we think. Older people remember the stigmas and dangers of socialism. And a lot of them are not with that, Democrat or otherwise. They're just like, no. So this is an instance where they really don't have mm. as much of that put together presentation as they otherwise would in, in times past. Everybody who would have that uh, even moderate facade of appeal, forget about what they actually believe. But again, we live in a celebrity visual age more than ever. You know what I'm saying? There were times when presidents won because of what they did on the radio. Then yep. there was a time, I, I, who, who did the fireside chats? Like FDR? Roosevelt, yeah. Roosevelt, right? Like, that was, as I look back at history, that was a big part of him winning over people, right? Trump is the internet president king. His yeah. team, his staff, and so a lot of people hate what he does, but it also makes much more of an inroad with those who support him. So I think Trump is going to get 2020. I hope Trump gets 2020. And yeah, Democrats looking bad out here. And now with this new allegation with Joe Biden, I don't know what's going to happen. But to Meech's point, like if the if the average person who is not paying attention, not reading the bill, you know, the right. Democrat Party has the benefit of an entire media 
playing defense for them all the time. 100%, all the time, 100%. And and so that kind of leads us to our next topic as far as what do you think the media's, um, how has their coverage been of the coronavirus? What's your opinion of their their coverage of this pandemic? Don't make me throw up. Really, we got to talk about this right now? (laughs) Trash as usual from Trump talking about the Chinese Wuhan virus to there's something I wanted to show you guys. And um, here we are. So on January 27th, the Washington Post had a headline in their newspaper, in their physical newspaper that said, Chinese virus infections and death toll spike. No this way. was January 27th. Trump didn't call it the Chinese virus until March 16th, but now it's racist. CNN and a lot of these mainstream outlets they called it this before Trump. And it's like magically delicious. Like you, I, I literally watched them take a saying that they were saying themselves and watch it become racist the moment Trump used it. So I think they're trash. And even Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, is it Jordan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even are, I don't, I don't think that they want to come out as partisan themselves, but as they stand beside Trump, Dr. Fauci got frustrated with the media the other day and walked off because they asked some real partisan question. And Dr. Burks is saying, hey, listen, this is being overhyped. These models are not, re- you can't really deduce this information from these models because they're not based on this, that, and the third. So I actually think the media is invested in panic. But is that new? That's not even relative to the coronavirus. This is how right. they move. This is almost like their time to shine. Like yeah. scaring people? Oh, this is what we do best. <laughs> so I think I think that like their, their their coverage has been horrible. I think that how partisan everything is, it is it's like out in the open. Um, but but like I said, I used to watch MSNBC and CNN. I used to think I was getting a different perspective. I didn't understand that this was all walking lockstep with a message. Um, but yeah, so I'm saying all that to say their coverage has been trashed. And they're, they're even now trying to stop President Trump from doing the daily briefings. And Angela Stanton made a good point. It's like it's almost like when you let Trump talk uninterrupted and people get to watch him from first to last, you may mm. not agree, you may not like the way he says everything, but mm. there's a greater danger of people actually liking the guy. Yeah. So I think it's been trash. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to pass in a second. I just can't. Uh, it, it's... It's disgusting. It makes me it makes me want to throw up. I mean, I've gotten to the point to where I literally can't even watch it. I can't even click the buttons anymore right. when I see it. Uh, Trump is racist. I just I shake my head and then, you know, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter and then you see your family members or your, you know, right. friends, whatever, just feeding right into it. And it just it's sad. Right. It's really, really sad because. They're giving you on a silver platter, showing you how trash they are. Mm -hmm. What boss just explained, and because Mm -hmm. you are so invested into not liking Donald Trump, you literally ignore it. But they just—they were just calling it the Chinese virus. A week and a half later, it's now racist. Get out! Just get out! Bruh, bruh, and even that drug thing. Like I'll say this again, but like, bro. These, this couple eats fish tank cleaner because it contains the name of one of the drugs that Trump touted as possibly being a good idea. Literally, if you Google it, if for anybody watching this, Google 
couple dies because of drugs recommended or something like that. And articles will still come up. They haven't take these, taken these things down. They haven't recanted. They are trash to me. And again, this is not, you know, when, when people hear our podcast, some of it, a lot of it is defending Trump, but sometimes I still am personally offended because whether I support Trump or not, if I believed you, I would be misled and you're perfectly okay to continue to mislead me and I'm not with that. And then, so, you know, Democrat media sucks. So this is my hope, and I and I am curious, and some people would even say this might be the genius of Trump, is he's doing these daily press conferences where he gets up mm -hmm. and he speaks to these reporters. And Americans don't have anything to do because they're all sitting at home, so let's watch and see, you know, right. what they're getting a firsthand look on a daily basis of just how uh, grimy these, these reporters are. I mean- yeah reporters asking Trump questions like, how many deaths are acceptable? Like, are you right. serious? Really? He's like, right. none. Is that your question? No, no deaths right. are acceptable to me. But I mean, it's not just one reporter, it's several in the room who they use their opportunity, the one question they get, to ask some little cheap shot like that or a gotcha question. And, and I hope that people are seeing this you know, with logical eyes and seeing how, you know, Trump responds, because in general, he's fairly good natured. He's fairly optimistic when he speaks to the reporters. He's generally polite to them. Um, and then every once in a while, he puts them in their place. And I hope people see just how generally balanced he is in dealing with these people who are like trying to cut him every single day. Right. And he maintains right. his, like I said, he maintains a pretty good demeanor. And I hope that people just see that, like like Angela Stanton said, people are getting a firsthand look at how he deals with the crisis. And they're mm. also getting a firsthand look at how the media spins it. And people saw it mm. with their own eyes. So they're like, that's actually not what he said. He actually right. didn't tell people to go self-medicate with this right. malaria drug. He just told them he's hopeful that it's gonna work but you have uh, three days of media coverage of Trump's telling people to go buy up all the hydroxychloroquine in the, in the pharmacies, which you can't even get without a prescription. <laughs> so it's like, I just hope people are seeing yeah. this for what's, what some of us have seen for several years, but you know, I and, hope- and we, and we can go on about this, the same thing with the states. He talked about, he said, listen, it's gonna be much faster and cheaper if you try to get it by yourself. We got you, we're backing you, but if you try, you know, your people need help. Again, this is giving autonomy and power and putting it in the hands of the states. I liked it. Again, the next day, what did you see? Trump tells states you're on your own. Like, this is so blatant. And anybody listening to me, you don't got to vote for Trump. You shouldn't like Trump just because people are against him. But I really hope you understand that the media will pawn you, use you, manipulate you, and feel no qualms about it. They're not accountable when they lie. They don't come back and correct what they say. And, um, and that should give all of us concern as people who have grown up and come to, you know, at least trust that the media has given us the accurate facts. And, you know, they're just not. Yeah, and I will, and I will add that I'm having a situation where it's like a love and hate situation with the media because they are the ones that's giving me what I, when I see hope, and I'm watching the media when I see it, it's just when President Trump right. speaks though. It's just when he right. happens to speak, I'm getting a, a breath of fresh air because the media is selling me so much falsehood. And the only time right. I feel like I hear something real 
is when I hear President Trump talk. Whether I mm. agree or not, I just mm. feel like, how can you not look at President Trump and not feel like whatever he's saying, at least it's genuine. At least it's mm. coming from a place where that's what he believes, that's what he wants, and that's what, what, what he really sees for himself, rather than just mm. being a pawn. And that's the thing because, about No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but you know, you know, Trump doesn't have a, but Trump doesn't have a record for being honest. Though I believe Trump is sincere, but I don't think he's inspired the most confidence. But taken together, though, something you said though, Meech, it's not just Trump. He's up there with experts that are not contradicting what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Dr. Fauci said on a podcast that the media, he acknowledged that the, he said he wished the media would stop trying to pit him against President Trump. Oh yeah, and by the way, I've heard a lot of people from Joy Behar and other people say, Trump doesn't like to listen to anybody, he likes to be in control. Dr. Fauci said not one time. Go find, we'll probably post this in the link or maybe in the comments or something. Uh, for those of you listening by way of podcast, you probably gotta go find it. He said not one time has Trump overruled any recommendation that any expert has made. He said, but Trump is always gonna ask a lot of questions. He said he asks a lot of questions. He wants to know why. He comes at it fast. He said, but not one time has Trump, um, uh, uh, not one time has Trump overwritten or dismissed anything that anyone said that was an expert. He said, when Trump wants to do something and I said to him, here's why you can't do it, he said, Trump has never overridden him. And I wanted to say that to you, Meek, so people, just to acknowledge people who may have reservations about trusting Trump based on his own behavior and things that he right. said incorrectly or things that he's just spotted off at the top of his mouth. I just wanted to give some credence to that. But in this instance, um, he is being kind of set up. The media looks like they want him to set up to fail. But even, um, I don't know, Jordan, do you know the name of the, uh, the Surgeon General, the black gentleman who's always in like uniform? Jerome. Jerome, like, like the people who are coming to speak with him and for him, they seem to respect his leadership. And um, I'm just I'm just appreciative and grateful for the way he's moving right now. Right. Yeah, me too. And, and definitely, I'm glad you, you uh, added that. But like, just for me to be more clear, it's almost mm -hmm. as if, and I want to speak specifically to the situation in which I'm seeing now. And right, it's, right. When Trump went off on the reporters, when we mm -hmm. saw that, I'm saying, mm -hmm. not saying that, because we're dealing with politicians here. We're dealing with politics. Nobody right. talks about politics. Right. I talk, I know I talk a lot about politics being muddy waters, um, being, uh, you know, cautious about putting your Trump, I mean, putting your faith in um, Trump's, um, you know, as, as a human being and his morality, or right. put your faith in anyone's morality that you don't know. Right. But I, I cannot, I cannot front Boston Jordan with this situation, I sense some sincerity when it comes with Trump. 100%, bro. When he, when 100%. In media, when he's speaking, he's speaking what's on his mind and what he's saying. I believe and that. In a day where all I get is fake, fakeness, fakeness, fakeness from not just politicians, yeah. just everywhere. People are yeah. like, period. Trump, I agree with you, bro. Off, Trump still comes off to be like, I'm going to say what's on my mind. What's good with He's me. keeping it real. He really he's is, real. I believe. Yeah. And I just appreciate that part of it while all at the same time understand it's still, still politics. Not, and you know what, it's, it's speak, like you said, speaking in the context of what we're talking about and now that you narrowed that down, I agree. It's like, yo, there, there's a, check out this quote from uh, Braxton Creates. Shout out to Braxton Creates, that MAGA boy. He gave us a shout out the other day on GTHU. He put up this post and it said, 
Trump says shut the border, media says you're racist. Trump shut the border, media says you didn't do it fast enough. Trump said, uh, the media says Chinese Wuhan virus. Trump says Chinese Wuhan virus, media says you're racist. Media says we need a leader who gives us hope. Trump says have hope, media says you're giving false hope. That's absolutely true. I truly believe what you said, Meeks, that the hope and sincerity that he's trying to provide to the American people is 100% true. It's, it's like, what extreme do you, you have to go to to paint this guy as a bad man? Like you really, like people saying things like he just wants people to die. He doesn't care about the lives of Americans. I just don't, I just now I think you're reaching. I, I don't, yeah. I think even if you're a horrible president, you want people to live so that you can get reelected. Like, come on now, like they'll take it to the extreme in order to paint him as a bad guy. And I truly do believe that the hope he's trying to give to Americans is real because he does believe in America. You take yeah. this back to 1988, 1985 on Oprah, like Trump believes in the experiment of America. He believes this is the greatest country. He wants it to win. He wants it to succeed. And one thing we didn't talk about, because I know we're wrapping up, a lot of what Trump has said that people named, that labeled as all kinds of things, is now valid. The border, did you guys know that Mexico is closing the border and they're protesting <laughs> us coming over there because they have less cases than us? Did you guys see that? I did. Mexico doesn't <laughs> want Americans over there because they don't want us to bring our problems. Mm. Well, 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 oh, well. We how about that? Looks like President Trump was right on board. So there's a lot, you know, America has to be self-contained, independent. He pushed us to get become energy independent. Oh, well, now look. So mm -hmm. I, think, I think so much of what he stood for and represent when it came to economic nationalism and America first is proving to be valid. And I only hope that people can kind of open up their eyes, even if they don't agree to see the validity of these positions and that none of these things necessarily had to be racist just because someone told you they were. They make sense. Mm. When you talk about bringing back all the manufacturing to America, makes sense now, don't it? Mm. So yeah, we're dependent upon China. Look what they got going on. Lying to us about the... Yo, I, 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 listen, I don't, I don't want to be repetitive on this show, but how trash is the media? They will side with anything evil anything. to be against Trump even because they say he's evil. Even terrorists. Terrorist. Soleimani was bad. Everybody understood it. Now he's the man. China. Everybody understood that China was a communist dictator regime. They got a closed internet. They censor people. All kind of crazy stuff. Now you got people talking about China exhibiting good leadership. You don't get out of here with that trash. They're oh. still lying about the virus right now. <laughs> and it's like anything to make this guy look bad. But here's my hope. As frustrating as it is, I'm encouraged because at some point people are not stupid. Not, not everyone's stupid, I would say, because some people are willfully closing their eyes. But at some point, people have to see that it really is about taking Trump down and not what's in the best interest of the American people at all. Sad. Very sad. They'll side with anything if it's against him. Anything. They'll excuse a child molester or terror, whatever. If yeah. it pits them against Trump and gives them stripes against him, they'll side with it. And that's what they uh, are demonstrating. So here's something kind of funny to kind of end out with. So we've been all like uh, stuck at home, having to just spend time scrolling through. And what is right. with these celebrities? They are losing it 
over this coronavirus. Yeah, they're bugging out. Anna in a bathtub, singing songs. I feel bad for her personal assistants. They're probably like, we got to record another one of these for her. Like, the John Lennon joint? Do uh, no, there. Oh, that's the whole other thing. Yeah, all these celebrities singing. Imagine, you know. That was together. so bad. That was that was literally one of the worst things I've ever seen come from Hollywood. Right. It was right. so it was so cringy. I wanted to die the whole time I was watching. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible, and it was like really like so. You want to sing the song that's like Imagine There's No Heaven, you know all this stuff, and while people are literally dying, like right. okay, right, and, and like, like older people, right? <laughs> well, right. <laughs> yo, that's not even funny. That's not even funny. But for real, for real, like yo, people are dying. The elderly are dying. Right. They're looking yeah. for hope. Heaven is hope, and, and we're right. We're, the time to sing this song. Right, and you're like, imagine there's no heaven. Right, okay. <laughs> right, right, okay. Okay, just, you, okay you godless okay. leftist, right. okay? I, I just died from the virus and that's it, huh? Okay. Right, right. right. You know, godless you know, leftist. Imagine there's no poverty. It's like, yo, you live, look where you're living and you're talking about this is the time for us to what? Come together and sing Imagine while you live it. And I'm not even Right, going, right, for sure. Yeah, I'm not on no let's eat the rich type of stuff, but come on, man. At some point, just cut it out. Yeah, guys, Yo. stay home. You know, it'll be fine. They're in their mansions making these weird videos that and making right. people watch them. Like, Ellen's on the couch calling all her friends, doing weird. Yeah, she. Yeah, I mean, they just. I, I, and I don't know what's going on. I don't know if. Yeah, we, there's a lot we're gonna get into in the coming months. I don't want to crack open the. Uh, I don't want to crack open the can of worms before we're about to get off of here. But and what one more thing? I know Jordan, you said one more thing, but great article from uh, Gateway Pundit. Panic leftists surprised they can't just purchase a gun online like they were told. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Oh, I so, 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 so back in 2016, again, the, the, you know, a nice guy like Obama, man, he can oh, make yeah. you believe anything, man. Yo. Whereas a blustery guy like Trump, you might be hard to trust him even when he's telling you the truth. Barack Obama said in 2016, it's easier for a teenager to buy a Glock than to get his hands on a computer or even a book. Really? Really? Yeah, that's, a, I mean, come on. So, <laughs> yeah. so here's what, so I just want to show you guys Omaha. This is from a, a, a gun store, gun, gun on retailer called Omaha Outdoors. They said, first came the panic buying hand sanitizer, then people panic bought toilet paper. Now food shelves are emptying and firearm and ammunition sales are through the roof. The COVID-19 outbreak might be bad for the stock market, but it's certainly been a boom for very specific sectors of the economy. Here at Omaha Outdoors, we've been inundated with inquiries from out-of-state folks, many from California, mm. some of the strictest gun, gun us, uh, laws in the country, many from California asking if we can ship them a gun directly. The answer, of course, is no. no. Despite what politicians and many in popular media claim, you can't buy a gun online and have it shipped to your house. Well, you could if you were a federally licensed firearm dealer for federally licensed curio and relic or collector. I'm sorry, I messed that line up. And uh, other than that, no, you can't buy a gun online and have it shipped to your house, especially across state lines. And so and it's amazing how that gun stores are getting a bunch of people buying guns for the first time. A lot of them um, probably um, supporting uh, reasonable gun control. I think they should be satisfied with their common sense gun control and relax. They don't need guns. They can just rely on the p uh, police like always. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, it's, that's it's, fascinating how, it's fascinating how a coronavirus has now caused people to understand the importance of guns, 
Borders and America First Manufacturing and Business. So right, right. So so listen. So as we as we wrap up, we we probably don't have time to do it today. But next week, I do want to talk about it in the same way. Many conservatives are being accused of supporting socialism now because mm. it's convenient. So maybe we can get into some of that next time. How much of this stimulus and help from the government equates to convenient socialism? And um, yeah, I think that'll be a great thing to talk about next time. Yep. Also, right hook, really job. Craziness. Follow us. Craziness. Leave the left. If you're on the left, leave it. And all you Christian rappers out there who acting like you're not Democrat, you're not Republican, but all who <laughs> support leftist ideas, leftist politicians, and leftist talking heads, we see you. Capital G is coming for you. You heard? Come on, come on the show. Come on the show. Right hook, left jaw. <laughs>